Hello there, it's Lee Hatchmantellis of Bryden's Lawyers and welcome to Law Pod episode five. In the last couple of weeks, we've spoken about what I hope would be some very interesting legal matters, but this week we're gonna turn our attention to one of the sporting partnerships that Bryden's Lawyers enjoys. And this is one that we have a lot of time for. It's one of our earliest, if not the earliest sporting partnership that we actually entered. And it's one that's very close to our hearts. And that's the discussion of our sponsorship of the Bryden's Lawyers Sydney Uni Flames. And to do so, we have a very special guest with us and that is the general manager of the flames karen dalton welcome karen thank you lee this is not the first time you've been to brighton's law you've been out here quite a bit i love coming out here and meeting with you and chatting over our brighton sydney flames almost like a second home yes you know as i said our relationship with brighton's lawyers have extended into its seventh season this year and we really appreciate the support that we've got but it's more like a family support as well we have a very close relationship with everyone here at brighton's the seven years make us now a senior member of the flames are we the longest serving Flames member at seven years? Yes, I think you might be. And I'm not sure what that comes with, but I'll have a look at some little things that we can give you during the year. Mm, that, that won't be necessary. <laughs> all right, let's have a, a chat about you firstly so we can introduce you to all our listeners. Now, I'm reading this directly from Wikipedia. So if it's oh. not right, let me know. Karen played 252 games for the national team between 1983 and 1994. Tournaments with the Opals include four world championships, 83, 86, 1994. Two Olympic games, 84 and 88. In the WNBL, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, 1990-1993, a total of 375 games. Following your retirement, of course, you became the head coach of the Flames in 2001. In 2001-2002, you were named the WNBL Coach of the Year. In 2004, assistant coach the Australian team that won silver at the Athens Olympics. Inducted into the Australian Basketball Hall of Fame, life member of the WNBL. All true? All true. What a spectacular career. When you read it out like that, it sounds pretty good actually. Uh, it is impressive, isn't that <laughs> it about that? A highlight for you? Highlight would be probably representing my country at the Olympic Games. I was fortunate to have family members like my two brothers actually represented with me at the Olympic Games in 1984 and one brother in 88. But just I don't think there's anything higher than representing Australia and you know walking out for me in the opening ceremony of the Olympic Games is something that I'll hold close to my heart. All right, now representing Australia at the Olympics with your brothers is some sort of a record isn't it? Yeah I think the 1984 Olympics where three of three people from one family represented was a first. Something I probably didn't know back then, but or probably didn't recognise how important that was back then. But it was certainly something that we've reflected on as a family. And I know it was something my parents were extremely proud of. And so they should be. All right, so very successful career, of course, as a player, and then morphed into a coach of the Flames and now the general manager. Yes. So you've covered all bases. Has it been a natural transition going from player to coach to administrator? Well, I think I was lucky. I did my degree at Sydney University in education and I was in the era where you had to work and play at the same time and I became a teacher. And I think that having a teaching background certainly helped me in my coaching career because I think your ability to deal with different students, etc., etc. I was also head of department, so I had a fair bit of dealing with other staff members and other things like that. So I probably retired many times over the past few years of my playing career. In fact, embarrassingly enough, I had an official retirement and the coach talked me into coming back and then okay. I had another official retirement. So it, to me, I had coached during that period of time in the last few years of my playing career and started as an assistant coach and as luck would have it, the head coach ended up getting a job in the WNBA and I took over as head coach in my first year of coaching. So that was sort of something that I 
didn't anticipate was going to happen as quickly, but something I really enjoyed. And yeah, and I suppose the general manager part, you know, women's sport, how you wear a lot of different hats. And while I was head coaching, I was also doing a lot of the other things as well. And when I decided not to head coach, it was a natural transition into the running of the program. Okay. As the general manager, of course, it's a lot of corporate responsibility, dealing with sponsors such as us and others and the like, managing the team in that regard. Do you enjoy that part of it as well as the sporting aspects to the role? Yeah, I love dealing with sponsors. We're very fortunate in all of our sponsors are really good people and I really enjoy my time talking to them and trying to, you know, obviously facilitate their business as well. But I really enjoy that side of it. So the sponsorship side of it, as well as the team side, I'm trying to extract myself a little bit from the team, but it's very hard when you've been a pre coach and player and I really do like the group of girls we have this year. Alright, well let's talk about the girls this year, let's talk about the Flames. Mm. There's been some changes. Yes. A new coach, Katrina Hibbert, who has a very unfortunate nickname. Yes, Frog. Yeah, that was explained to me but I just don't get it. It Well, surname Hibbert. Yeah, Ribbit. She's Ribbit Hibbert. Yeah. She's always been known as Frog. Okay. I actually coached against her when she was playing. Very good player. She won two WNBL MVP awards as a player. And she did similar to me. She got a teaching degree, was assistant coach at Melbourne Boomers, went over and coached in the junior NBA program. And we're really fortunate to have her as our head coach this year. What will she bring to the team different, say, to Cheryl? I think the main thing is that Frog, I'll just call her Frog so you can all get to know her as Frog, will be full-time in Sydney for the 12-month period. Cheryl was fantastic, but you know, she had a family in Melbourne and sometimes that was a little distracting. But I think she's very passionate, very organised and obviously being in a first year of head coaching, you know, it's very demanding of the players. I like the way that she's instilled her culture into the team and I think she'll be really good for the program. All right. Now, a new coach, new captain, Sarah, new. Sarah Graham. Yes. Now, we shouldn't say too much to embarrass her because she's actually sitting in the room with us now. Yeah, I, I'd like to say a lot more, you so can't... I'll just be really, really careful. Oh, no, feel free. Go. <laughs> Sarah's, look, Sarah was a natural choice for us. She's been a fantastic player for us over the years and is a natural leader and very, very popular amongst the playing group. So, you know, I, I'm really excited to see her in this position. I think she'll be a good buffer between the coach and the playing group and also bring her own, you know, three-point shooting to the game. And yeah, I, look, I'm looking forward to seeing her captain the team. Well, she's a fan favourite, no doubt. Now, there are a couple of familiar faces, of course, returning, but there are some new exciting faces coming through. Who should we be looking out for? I think across the board, we're pretty even. I know that Katrina has struggled even to select a starting five in the in the past few weeks, which is a good sign. I think Lauren Scherf is our six foot five post player who's come from the winning Canberra Capitals team. I think she will have a really good year this year. Alice Koenig is, has come to us from, she played in Europe last year and wanted a season in Australia. She's part of the, the national three-on-three -three team and is looking going to the Olympics next year and I think she's a veteran of the league. We've got Jessica Custer from the USA. I think she's at the moment getting used to our Australian league which is a lot more physical than what it was in Europe and I think we'll see very athletic player, lovely girl and I think that she will show as, he, as the season progresses what a great player she is. And Colleen Planetta has come from Adelaide. She's previously had experience with Frogger's coach and she had a standout game on the weekend against Adelaide scoring 30 points. So I think, you know, things are looking up for the group along with our returning flames. 
All right. The season hasn't started the way we would have liked. The girls had a very rough road trip last weekend. By the time that this podcast is broadcast, they will have played their first home game, which is this Saturday the 19th. We're looking for a win there. What are the expectations for this season? I mean, I know everyone aims for a premiership. Everyone wants to win the flag. Is it one step at a time? Is it like trying just to make sure we get to the finals and then go from there? Is that how it works? Definitely. I think the goal of the group is to get to finals and then see what happens from there. I think following from our injury-prone last season, probably... Probably the weekend wasn't the way that we wanted to start but if you had to start with probably the toughest road trip in the season in the Adelaide Perth double and play respectively in both and you know that both of them were close games I think last year we lost to Adelaide by 40 points and you know to come as close as what we did on the weekend I think it's a good sign for the team who still had a few players missing with niggles and obviously one of our main players Alex Wilson with a severe bout of tonsillitis so and a, a comeback from a serious injury from last year Alex, yeah of course. yeah she's playing really well. And of course, the Flames play out of Bryden Stadium at Sydney University then. That's a fantastic facility. So anyone who hasn't been to see a Flames game live should get down there and and do so. Yeah, great facility. I think it's one of the facilities where the spectators can get up close and personal with the players and be part of the action. We're trying to improve our game day experience this year. And, you know, everyone that actually comes to the game enjoys it. And we'd love to see anyone out there that wants to come down to the games be there. What's the status with the broadcast rights for this year? So Fox Sport will be broadcasting one game a week and every other game in the WNBL will be live streamed. So that's a, a big move for the WNBL and it gives fans from interstate when we're playing interstate the opportunity to watch the team play and I think it's a big move for, for this year. So there's no excuse for missing any games? No excuse for missing any games. Alright, well we've spoken about you and we've spoken about the team enough of that now it's time oh. to speak about me. Oh okay Lee, yep. And when I say me I speak of Brian's lawyers. Oh okay sorry Lee. Corporate sponsorships are very important, obviously, mm. but there's there's some corporate sponsorships where a real synergy is created. With Sydney University, the founder of Brian's Lloyds, Ian Brian, was a graduate. I'm a graduate of Sydney University. I've got three daughters who play sport, played basketball, so it really fit, didn't it? They really dovetailed together the relationship between Brian's Lawyers and the Flames. What is it? What is it the Flames has to offer other corporate sponsors, people that might be interested in breaking into corporate sponsorships? Why should they be looking to the Flames? We're a women's sport. I think the WNBL with Lauren Jackson at the helm at the moment of the WNBL are looking to bigger and brighter things in terms of broadcast, live streaming and everything else. The Brighton Sydney Uni Flames has a big organisation behind it in Sydney University and I think we have the ability to promote brands through our networks which are quite substantial. So, you know, Sydney University Sport and Fitness itself has 45 different clubs affiliated with them and we have a number of Olympians, etc. It's just a good branding. One of the things that I've been very impressed by the university with, and you in particular with the Flames, is how proactive you are in the community. Mm. And that continues now into a new community program that we're very lucky to be involved with. Can you tell us about the Bryden's Lawyers Community Program? Yeah, we're really excited about this. It's it's having the backing of Bryden's Lawyers in our community program. It's something that myself and the players are very passionate about is to giving back to people in the community. The idea of the program is the empowerment of young girls and women through basketball. And we're planning on running a series of clinics throughout New South Wales. There are 82 affiliated basketball associations in New South Wales. So over the next 12 months, we will be spreading ourselves across New South Wales and Brighton's lawyers have enabled us to do that. The the fact that we've got 
basketballs and a whole range of other things and teaching about healthy living etc and exercise physical activity is so important amongst young children and in particular young females well we are honored that the flames and the university would consider us as an appropriate partner in such a program we try and do as much as we can at the grassroots level as well as at the elite level and it's something like this i think that in that endears itself to us and to all our clients and our supporters as well karen thank you very much for coming in today and having a chat to us it's been illuminating from my perspective and hopefully for our listeners i hope you've enjoyed it i've absolutely loved it lee thank you for having me i always enjoy having a chat with you and i look forward to our first home game this week and getting a win and hopefully reporting the win next week absolutely so thank you all for listening out there in podcast land and of course if you have any particular questions or any guests that you would like us to get on the show email us directly at lawpod at brydens.com.au and do not forget to follow us on all our social media posting be that facebook twitter or instagram again Thank you very much and goodbye.